Welcome everyone to the L7C podcast wrestling edition. Today we are going to be going over SummerSlam that just concluded this past weekend and we're going to be talking about All In that is coming up in a couple of weeks. We got the wrestling expert with us, Mr. Jacob Mason. How are you doing today, sir? We are fantastic. We are official here. We have a microphone here in the double wide trailer and we also cracked our first our first bush light of the night. So Let's fucking podcast, boys. We got the captain with us, Mr. Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I love coming on here and talking some wrestling. Man, and we got the head producer of the L7C making his return to a wrestling podcast in God knows how long, Mr. Justin Ackendale. How are you doing today, sir? Man, I'm doing good. Shout out to Jacob for getting the mic. I'm fucking with the energy right now. He got, he got a little tie-dye headband on, some bush light. I love the vibes. Appreciate that. All right, guys. We got there's going to be a lot of stuff we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about SummerSlam. We're going to talk about All In. We're going to talk about some stuff that happened uh, last time we recorded, specifically with, again, AEW drama with the women's locker room. So we're going to get a lot into it. So, first, let's go right into SummerSlam. SummerSlam was this past Saturday, uh, the biggest party of the summer. Whole bunch of matches, uh, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, Seth versus Finn, et cetera, et cetera. We're just going to go right down in order pretty much, and then I'm going to throw some tidbits for you guys. But first match, opening match was Ricochet versus Logan Paul. The reason this opened is so Logan can go make, make it to his brother Jake's uh, boxing match against Nate Diaz. And Jacob, Logan Paul came out with the W. What did you think about this match and Ricochet and Logan Paul? I like the match. It was uh, Logan Paul really healing it up. It was, it was very good of him, uh, especially breaking in like the the fourth wall with Ricochet's girlfriend, the ring announcer. I can't remember her name right now. Samantha Irvin. Samantha Irvin. Shut up. Bro. Um, but yeah, way to bring her kind of into the match. Get that vibe going. Uh, it was good. It was a good. I, I thought it was good on both ends. You know. I, I expected nothing less. It wasn't my favorite Logan Paul match, but it was once again a very, very good, very solid performance by both men in this match. Justin, what did you think of the match? I love the match. They you know, you know, Triple H knew what he was doing putting them first. Obviously that nigga had to leave. And second of all, that got the crowd fired up. It was just pretty much a spot fest the whole entire thing. Ricochet was like really getting his ass beat at the beginning of the match, so I was thinking that Logan Paul was pro- um I, that um Ricochet was probably going to win since he was like getting his ass beat the whole match. But yeah, good match, wonky finish, just like Cole said. Great match, but a terrible finish. I like the, the finish. I I think it's good that they um protected Ricochet in that spot, losing to Logan Paul. But hey, Logan Paul's really good. Like. He's a good he's a good fucking pro wrestler. Better than he was fucking boxing, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Byron, uh, what did you think of the match? I thought it was a good opening match. Um, like Justin said, they both can go, so I wasn't expecting like a a slow match. It was high energy. Like I said, a great opening match. Um, there was a spot that I liked where they did a Spanish fly off the apron, landed on their knees, started hitting each other, and then ran each other into another Spanish fly, which was a Awesome spot. Spanish fly is one of my favorite moves. So love seeing that. But um Logan knocked uh Ricochet out with some brass knuckles. So like doesn't say protect it ricochet. So hopefully 
he's on to bigger and better things after this match. And Logan Paul on his impulsive podcast gave props to Ricochet, saying like people don't know how good he really is. He makes things a lot easier than what it looks like in the ring. And Ricochet, being confident as of today, said he was going to win the Royal Rumble. Is that going to happen? Absolutely not. But at least he is very, very confident in that regard. I think my favorite part of the match, like Jacob said, with the heel stuff is how uh, Logan was telling Samantha, wait, who won? Say my name again. Who won the match? Mm-hmm. Like that. That's some great a heel stuff. Uh, next match on the card. Brock oh, Lesnar- yeah. Another thing about that match. I can't wait for Ricochet to hear Corey Graves commentary through that mm. match because he got <laughs> Ricochet got whoop his ass Corey Graves like oh yeah Samantha Urban rocking the same colors as Logan Paul just talking big shit <laughs> that that was good, good by Corey Graves that was good. that's a very good point uh, next match which was deemed as one of the main events of uh, Brock Lesnar versus Cody Four Rhodes. Main events. Four <laughs> main events. We'll get onto that too. So we, we all we all know if Brock Lesnar is not last, he wants to get it done as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, Byron, before this even match, WWE went hard on their trailer for this match. Oh yeah, that trailer was heat. The song, I don't know the name of the song, but the song was this made you emotional. Every time I watched the trailer, I got chills. So it was 1-1 SummerSlam, as Justin said, and Groove messes it. SummerSlam is Brock Lesnar's pay-per-view. If you look at the main event matches Brock has had at SummerSlam since coming back in 2012, they've been against the best of the best. Mm-hmm. So I, at first, I'm not going to lie, when I, at the beginning, I was like, oh, Cody's just going to get his ass like whooped-whooped. But he he prevailed, Justin, Cody won, and then... Brock Lesnar, out of character, shook his hand, raised his hand, gave him a rub. Like, what did you think of this match? It went exactly how I thought it would, thought it would go. I knew um, Brock Lesnar was going to do the job for him. Like, I just knew Brock Lesnar did not need the win in that situation because, like, if Brock Lesnar won, what, he's going to go fight Roman Reigns again? So I just knew, like, yeah, Cody had to go over. He's way too over with the fans right now. He's, you know, we're continuing his story. So, yeah, that was just the expected outcome for me. Uh, Jacob, what'd you think? I loved the match. I, I, I really did. Uh, hard hitting. Brock Lesnar's shit talking in the middle of the match constantly. That, that was good. That, that was good stuff by Brock, you know. Just stay down. Just stay out. You know, why keep going? Just Cody. Just all the stuff he was saying. That, that was good shit. Um, somehow Brock tore his pants entirely. It still kept his composure. A true professional that he is. Um, Brock Lesnar looked great in this match. Cody Rhodes looked great in this match. Everyone won in this match. It couldn't. It couldn't have been any better. That was grade A quality. Might be my match of the night right there. Byron, get anything you want to add? I did. So when. Cody was hitting his crossroads. I got a flashback to WrestleMania and thought somebody was about to interfere and cost him the match. But luckily, no one did. Cody won, came out on the top, so he can go to his next big feud to get to Roman Reigns. But the match was hard-hitting. I enjoyed it. Brock looked beastly. And you know you've earned Brock respect when he raises your hand and it wasn't even supposed to be part of the ending of the match. So great match altogether. 
So go ahead, Justin. I don't know why you thought someone was going to come out for the behalf of Brock Lesnar like he got friends back there or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just got a flashback. Roman uh, Reigns, bro. He don't need help. <laughs> Brock Lesnar is going to take that help. He's going to do the job if he fucks with you. Like, we know. Brock Lesnar does favors for niggas he fucks with. And he so, does. He does. So with, um, with these two, uh, it's been reported by Meltzer. Brock Lesnar is going to be done for the rest of 2023. They're shutting him down. And he won't be back till WrestleMania season, which I mean, Brock Lesnar's worked every PLE since this like 2000, late 2022, 2023 run. So he'll be back at the Royal Rumble. And Byron, you said Cody's next big feud. The problem is it's um, August 9th as a day of recording. If you want to get to Roman Reigns, that is almost a whole year from now. Who is going to be Cody Rhodes' next big feud? I have no idea. Jacob, you got someone? I mean, he, he didn't him and Seth have that thing. Nakamura's the one who hit Seth at the end, so it's going to yeah. be knocking Seth. I don't know. I mean, I, where, do, where do you go with this? Yeah, where does Cody go? Because, I mean, he's going to be there every Monday. He does all the live events. Like, I feel like that's going to be a lot, saying that over and over again. Like, well, what do we do now with so-and-so? Mm-hmm. Especially after slam there's a lot more questions than there are answers so i don't know who the hell you have a feud with i mean whoever he's with it won't be a major feud it will just be a time pillar feud it will be daniel bryan and bray wyatt-esque feud something just to keep time and shit moving that's the only thing it's going to be justin who do you think cody should feud with next i think judgment day okay I think it will. I think it will be Judgment Day for the next goddamn six months. Okay, and then that'll get us to WrestleMania because they have to have a hot show for Survivor Series, obviously. Because Survivor Series is in Chicago, if I remember correctly. I'm not entirely sure because they've already announced where it's at. I don't know if it was Allstate Arena. I think Justin's looking that up as we do that. But while... Yeah, it's all stay arena. Yeah, so Survivor Series has to be hot. Yeah. As Justin said since, and Justin said this off thing, we brought it up the last podcast, how AEW territory is Chicago, and they're going to be there all week <laughs> in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Literally after their biggest... Stay paper. out there in Chicago, man. But yeah, I definitely think it's about to be Judgment Day, because well, I'm... What the fuck Judgment Day got to do? Uh, we're going to get to them, too. Yeah, that's a yeah. um. Actually, let's what's the next one. All right. Well, uh, we're actually going to jump to that one since we're bringing up Judgment Day. So we're going to skip a little bit to go to and we'll come back. Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor World Heavyweight Championship match. Seven years in the making. Again, we always give this man praise. This is the man Justin's rode with since day one of the shield. Seth Rollins saw something and. He is well-delivered, just celebrated 13 years in WWE. I mean, first ballot, Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Famer. Man came out in the same outfit he wore seven years ago when he hurt Finn. And Justin, man, Seth comes out on top. I'm going to ask, because we talked about this the last part, and I know you heard when, we, when you were editing it. Was that the right move? Man, I'm, Seth's my guy, but I am very conflicted about the outcome of this match because when I was doing our pick'em sheet that we do before these big events 
that match had me stumped. I mean, one confidence point type of stump. I did not know who's going to win because, like, the case for Finn Bauer winning was a very strong one. Seven mm-hmm. years in the make, making, like, every time he gets a little bit of momentum, it's always something with him. And I just think he just don't fuck with him at this point. And oof. that's why I picked Seth Rollins to win that match. Mm, that's a oof. Jacob, what do you think, man? Because I know you you spun me to I, I picked Seth on our sheet too, but that day we did the preview, you spun me about picking Finn, man, because you, you gave a perfect scenario for him to win. I'm a fucking used car salesman, man. It's something about me. <laughs> uh, all right, so this match was it was good. Yeah. But hey, How the hell do you have Finn Balor lose when he has all this help? Mm. What do you do with Finn Balor going forward? I know mm. on Raw they brought up uh, Finn Balor Light, uh, whatever the hell his name is. I, I can't JD McDonough. <laughs> yeah, the fat idiot. Finn I don't Balor like Light. I, I didn't like him <laughs> in NXT. I didn't care for him in UK. I didn't care for him at all, and I still don't. He's out there with Blandy. But, like, I, okay, so he's going to be part of Judgment Day ish thing. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Finn Balor's so good, but what the hell do you do with him? He's, and I quote, you know, it's my all time saying, right guy, wrong time. Byron, what do you, what do you think about, like, did they make the right decision? I mean, I personally, I enjoyed. When he got curved up on the briefcase, I was like, oh, it's curtains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this is probably my favorite match of the night because it was, they were going at the, the end when Judgment Day showed up. Um, so this is probably my match of the night. I am torn as well because I wanted Seth Wynn, obviously, for a pick em sheet. But I would have been ecstatic if Finn finally got his big title win that he deserves after seven years because Seth is the one that injured him, so it's not really fair that they push him aside because he got injured by Seth's hands. I don't know if it was the right decision because I don't know what you do with Finn after this. Because Seth is probably going to face Nakamura at Payback um, for the title. I don't know what Finn does. Maybe him and J.D. McDonough break off into their own little thing, and it's them versus the Judgment Day? I don't know. I don't know what happens with Finn. Man, you're in one of those situations where Finn Balor is the only one in that group right now with no hardware. you got the yeah. Money in the Bank winner, NXT North American champ, and the uh, women's champ, and Finn's what quasi one of the leaders, if not the leader, and he has no and he's lost to Seth multiple times. That's two straight pay-per-views. Yes. I'm going to go ahead. I'll ask a question. When was Finn Balor's last big win? Uh, I mean, probably when he went back to NXT and won that title the second time. I mean, that is the greatest. He is the greatest NXT superstar of all time. So Yeah. yeah. But on main roster-wise, I couldn't tell you the last time he's actually won something massive. Because let's face it, he lost at Mania. Then he's lost against Seth and Seth. Well, he shouldn't. He shouldn't lost in Mania. That's a whole. That's another thing. Yeah. I, I, what are we doing with him? Because I'm like, dude, the dude's got to be due. He's got to be. 
My this is so crazy for me to think that there's no way this is his last big win. But the biggest win that comes to mind was 2018, where he, I think it was a fatal four way, like elimination in the final two were him and John Cena. And he pinned John Cena clean to get a title shot against Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. And and John Cena endorsed him. There's that is the biggest win I am thinking about right now individually from Finn Balor. On the main roster of recent of recent years, yeah, yeah, I, that, yeah. There you go. Which, but the fact you have to think, it like, I can't even remember that match. I'm going to be real with you, but the fact like, ninety nine percent of the people could not probably couldn't even tell you that match even happened. That's not a good sign for Ballard. Something's got to change. Yeah, I definitely forgot about it. <laughs> I, I don't blame anyone. It's just I, I just vividly remember. I think I more vividly remember because of like Cena because that was the last of like the full his last full time run. So mm-hmm. and he was endorsing Finn to go beat Brock because Brock was still like just be killing everyone. Brock, I, I don't know, man, what you do because this isn't the first time that we've had this type of issue with Seth Rollins as champ. Because I mean, the last time Seth Rollins was champ. We the screw up with the Bray Wyatt situation. That was terrible. And that set setback for years. He didn't win a main title till just this now. Because yeah. he's gonna be Seth is gonna be facing hot people throughout his title reign. Go ahead. He, he, he had a couple mid card titles while Roman was in the middle of his thing. Yeah, he had true. the U.S. title. Yeah, U.S. title. But then he reinvented himself because he's going to face people who people are going to be clamoring for to beat him just because they haven't had a shot. And while like Nakamura, Nakamura, this is his big match since like Royal Rumble with AJ Styles and WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's going to be his big, which is years apart. Right. And people will say, if you're going to do it for Nak, you got to do it now. But they don't want Seth's title reign to end because he's deserved it. So, right. That's you- why I'm torn. As y'all will say, he, they're in booking predicaments. I mean, just because Roman Reigns held his title for almost three goddamn years doesn't mean <laughs> everyone else needs to. What happened to the good three-month title reign? Justin, that's dead. <laughs> they, they killed split, that. the title. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, that's Seth, my opinion. Hey, but oh, but Seth, 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 champions. That's what oh, it's called. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. But Seth Rollins said it, man. If Roman Reigns was doing his job, actually defend the titles, this B title wouldn't even been created. B title. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. But it'll be very interesting to see what they do because they're using Judgment Day a lot on programming. They're doing Raws, SmackDowns, and NXTs right now. Mm-hmm. And they are on the official poster for Payback. Yes, earlier. But going back to Judgment Day 2, you want to talk about what Finn, at least he has men that he can challenge. You talk about the women's champ, Rhea Ripley. She wasn't even on the card. Like she, like their her challengers have been ass water. Like you can only wrestle Natalia fifteen times straight, so many times. That's like fifteen dollars worth of Mac. <laughs> Jesus, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll I mean, get back. Be- go ahead. Gonna be done with Trish soon. There we go. But they're. Sa- I feel like they're saving that for Mania, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's a and we're in August. That's still a ways away. And they're and uh, they got to keep this momentum going because they have some stars that are being made right before our eyes, getting it out the freaking mud. Well, I'm pretty sure the next one up about to be Raquel. I know um, yeah, Raquel is Jacob gonna, hate, hates her, but yeah, she, I agree. I agree. When Liv went down, I mean, it's gonna be Raquel, which. We'll get to the women when we get to the triple threat, but a star before our eye, he, this this star is ascending and and it's going rapid. We all L.A. Knight wins the Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal. That crowd is loves that man so much. You would have thought he won the Royal Rumble when he won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they trying to make it sound like it. Shit, he, <laughs> this he, he is going. I still, if he would have won Money in the Bank, I think that still would have been one of the greatest pay-per-views of all time because it would have been near perfect. But Justin, man, what are you thinking of LA Knight? Like this guy last year was male model, whatever the hell thing, and he has gotten it out of the mud and he is the hottest thing in the company. Yeah, it's it is fucking wild because I personally don't see it see why everyone loves this man so much. Like, I do not get it. I'm low-key with the Kevin Nassers of the world. He's a low-key knockoff rock to me. Oh. But I cannot deny the reaction he gets. I had him, him on the pick'em sheet. Chad Gable was making some noise in there. I kind of wanted him to win that shit. Not going to lie, but... Chad Gable got his run. He got his uh, good thing for Monday, though. He got it on Monday. Yeah, and then stacked on that performance in that little mm-hmm. Slim Jim corporate sponsor battle <laughs> royal <laughs> shit mm-hmm. that's all over these pay-per-views these days. But yeah, Chad Gable is definitely on the rise and LA Knight, he's there. So we're gonna see what him that might be um it, you know, this brand thing don't really fucking matter. That might be a good um that might be a good little opponent for Seth whenever he's done with Nakamura and when they're ready for Seth to not be world heavyweight champ no more. I feel like we should put that on LA Knight. Well, Jacob, I'm going to ask it right now. I mean, if, if if this keeps going, I'm if he's second, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, every single month, selling-wise, and he's the overall number one seller, is this a 2024 Royal Rumble winner? Ooh. If he's number one consistently in merch from now until June, is this the Rumble winner? And he challenges I could see it. I could see him winning the Royal Rumble. I swear to God, I can see them doing two straight Cody Rose like they did Shawn Michaels. That would not. Pi- I feel like Justin, that would not I don't piss know. The fans- a soul off. I don't, I don't think. I don't think motherfuckers going to get mad if they um run Cody again. I don't. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I I gotta agree with Justin here, one hundred percent. I think Cody's going to be the guy that takes it next year in the Rumble. I L A Knight's going to be the guy that takes it off theory. L A uh, L A Knight's going to be our next U.S. champ. Well, we t- good thing you brought up theory because a couple we couple podcasts ago I brought up how he is Ian's in the doghouse. I didn't know Austin Theory was in this match until I came back and saw the results because I was not able to watch until the middle of the thing. The U.S. champ was literally just father in this match. He was. He was. While the Intercontinental mm-hmm. champ got a marquee match. Justin, I know you've you've been editing our stuff, but what do you like? I think Theory's in a very dangerous situation. Oh, you guys have that shit spot on because I I feel like you guys have it spot on since McMahon's not running shit no more. He really don't got he really don't got the company behind him like that. Mm-hmm. Triple H don't really fuck with him. Mm-hmm. 
and he's starting to bring his guys up, letting his people get the um spotlight. Gunther, L.A. Knight, um, Chad Gable. That's one. That's a Triple H guy. Like there are pe- there are people like jumping like mm-hmm. Austin Theory. They're more um, they're getting more TV time. They're getting better spots than him. Like yeah, it's bad. Ever since he beat John Cena, he has not done a damn thing since. Like it's honestly wild. You're, and you hit it nail on the head too. Like we're seeing all these people ascend right past, right past him. And these are people who are currently on the main roster right now. Just wait till mm-hmm. um, Ron Breaker comes in. Mm-hmm. He's going to get pushed mm-hmm. to the moon when Ilya Dragunov comes to the main roster. He's going to some talent in Orlando right now. Yeah, I'm like Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes when he comes, like. You're you're looking at theory like you're the U.S. champ, but like, what are we? Like, you can't even say it's because it's a mid card title. Because sometimes I feel like Gunter's the damn world champion. Oh yeah. I before we move on to more Gunther esque things, I gotta go ahead. We're gonna talk about this battle royal in L.A. Night. I have to talk about the pre-show because if y'all didn't see the pre-show, fucking Peter Rosenberg was on there and he said, "Yeah, so we got this." Slim Jim Battle Royal, which he was already confused about. He goes, mm. does the winner get like a do they get like a number one contendership match or something? And they're like, no, it's just bragging rights. And it's like, cool. Um, also with the Slim Jim thing, for people wondering why it was Slim Jim, because uh, Slim Jim and W, they just signed one of the biggest endorsement deals with WWE in like history. So that is why. So we're going to see mm-hmm. a lot of Slim Jim shit going forward. Yes. Uh, so we brought. Go ahead. Slim Jim pitch black mat. I'm telling you right now, the money they're paying WWE, they they might ha- they might bring bra and panty Slim Jim matches back. That's how much they're getting paid. So I'm be mad with that. <laughs> so let's go to Gunter and Drew McIntyre. I know we talked about Finn and Seth being a pick'em for me. I know we talked about this. I felt like this was a pick'em because. I don't know what Drew McIntyre's contract is. And when he, I mean, he loses. So I'm just, and he, had, he wasn't even on Raw. I'm like, is this over? Because you were gone forever. Your contract still known as said you renewed. Are you going to be in Wembley in a couple weeks? Byron, what do you think about Drew versus Gunter and the future of Drew McIntyre? That match was great as well. Um, I was rooting for Gunter because of the pick and treat, but I definitely would not have been mad if. Um, Drew McIntyre walked away with an Intercontinental Championship. I don't know what Drew does from here, because, again, we don't know what his contract is. But if he does return, I think he should come back as a heel. Okay. Okay. Justin? I didn't think it was a pick him. I thought Gunther was going over, because he is very close to um, being the Honky Talks yep. um, man's um, IC title reign um, record. So, yeah, they're definitely going to let him get that. As far as Drew McIntyre goes, I agree with Brian Byron. He should probably turn heel, and if he's still going to be on Raw, that's another opponent for Seth Rollins and Cody we, Rhodes. We, yeah, that's getting ready to say that we can put him with Cody Rhodes. That's a nice high-profile feud for both of them. So there's definitely options for Drew McIntyre right now. But like I said, we we all know his um, contract status. But yeah, there's definitely there's no shame in losing the Gunther right now in the middle of this run. It's that's not something that I would like. A, ca- a camel breaking back type of situation that's like, oh, fuck this, I'm out of here now. I can't even be for, for the IC title. Like, I don't think 
is that type of thing. The only only reason we bring it up always is because I always feel like he doesn't get the respect he reserves, Drew, because this man literally carried this company during freaking COVID, an unprecedented time. And like Byron always brings up, he never got the main title, a big title win in front of fans that he deserves. So it's like, if you're sitting back here, like, I carried this shit for two years, and I'm not getting shit. Like, why do I want to be here? My contract's up. You're not going to give me more money. I mean, unless he goes to, like, did what Cody did and went to, like, the real indies, I don't think he's going to want to go to um, AEW either. I don't think he's going to break that glass ceiling over there. You never know, man. You, I, I didn't think Dean would be what he is when he went, and he's significantly better in AEW than he ever was in WWE. That's true, but, like, he, you know, he made the switch, like, right then in 2019 when they were, like, still doing shit right, like, AEW right now, like, I don't even know what's going on with them, with some of, like, the people. That's true. That's a good point, too, because, as we always joke, they just sign everyone, they're hot for a week, and then they disappear. Jacob, this is literally the guy where you made that term, right guy, wrong time. What? What do we do? Oh, God. I, well, here's the deal. If Drew McIntyre leaves, it wouldn't be the first time he went to the Indies and did his own thing and became popular. He's done it before. He can't do it again. You know, he, you know, can you imagine seeing Drew McIntyre at the fucking Tokyo Dome at a New Japan show? That'd be sick. That'd be good stuff. Um, I couldn't, I just couldn't see McIntyre beating Drew because they kept saying it over and over and over and over and over again. Justin brought up during SummerSlam, he was 24 days away from being the longest reigning IC champion of all time. And at this point, like, let the dude run it out at least one more month. Like, at this point, yeah, hell yeah. Because who the hell gives a shit about Monkey Tonk, man? I don't. But, uh, what do you do with Drew going forward? Uh, you guys made up, you guys brought up that great point of just turning him heel because minus Judgment Day, who's your main heel on Raw? They are, they're the main heels for men and women. I mean, is there, is it, who's the other, like, honestly, like, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, like, who's the other heels? I mean, the Miz, but he's not. That that dude, all he does is fucking lose. I get so sick of seeing the Miz on Monday. I swear to God. <laughs> so Miz, Miz is a heel. Obviously, I mean Gunter and them are a, a heel faction. But is Champa yeah. working heel? I don't even. I don't, I don't think know. He, no, I don't. He's not working heel. They just turned not Q. Yeah, but without a last of them, maybe. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What's he <laughs> going to do? Get his old like sweet intro song? Maybe. <laughs> Like, I mean, Shinsuke turning heel at this point. As much as I love Shinsuke, it's just like, yeah, whatever. But a big, giant heel in McIntyre, that'd be good stuff. That'd be a good Cody thing. That'd be a good Seth thing. That would be good all around. Why not? To establish him as a credible heel, that means he's going to have to take some wins. Yeah. So who's going to eat the L's? Cody can't eat an L if he wants to go get Roman. If you're gonna fight Roman Reigns, you can't you cannot lose. Theoretically, yeah, you know, let's play back some shit I said earlier. I said LA Knight will be our next US champion. Mm-hmm. What if he 
wins the U.S. championship, and then you have a heel. Uh, you have a heel. Uh, Drew McIntyre come in, and start fucking with him. That'd be a good fight, dude. That would be a good. That would, and then if that would really establish LA Knight if he beats him too. But there's so much with Drew's contract, and we'll see sooner or later. Someone's announcing that if he resigned or not. Yeah. Um, next match is the Ronda Shayna Baszler match, the MMA rules match. The crowd really didn't respond to either of their entrances. Um, Shayna Baszler wins. This is her biggest win of her career. And we talked about this kid, and we talked about heels in all the factions. This could revitalize Shayna to be that killer she was in NXT and that killer when she first came up to the main roster. But besides, I think that was the most important thing. Justin, you have anything you want to say about this match? Um, Ronda's leaving, so Shayna needed to go over, and that match was so-so. Ass. Okay. Byron? That match was not good. They should have just had a regular wrestling match. That MMA rules match was ass water. Jacob? That match was fucking terrible. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> the videos of the amount of people that were going out to take a piss break during this match, like it was like a river of people leaving to go. This was the piss break match. That was, that's yeah. terrible. The the fall from grace from Ronda Rousey. Which, hey, see ya. Thanks for. Um, but also that too, just a quick thing too, because bait. It's weird from how two people in wrestling can have two different, very different opinions. Ronda Rousey said her and Shayna became tag team champs and all that because they wanted to defend the titles every week. And she was unhappy with WWE saying there's a she said there's a lack of competition in the tag team division. Bailey fired back at Ronda saying, like, if she wants more, Ronda should do more. She's tired of seeing Ronda saying she wants more. And then she doesn't do anything. She doesn't show up every week. Yada, yada, yada. Then Mick Foley comes out literally today and t- and glows about Ronda. Saying, don't you remember when The Rock brought her out at WrestleMania 31? Everyone loved her, baddest woman on the planet, yeah, yeah, yeah. She may not um, she may not be as loved as Becky Lynch or proficient in the ring as Sasha or Charlotte. But without Ronda Rousey, women do not main event WrestleMania 35 and so forth. So he feels like Ronda Rousey was one of the greatest assets in women history and i do want to say to mick foley which i've said repeatedly and even to byron because byron is a becky fan the only reason the women main evented that wrestlemania is because roman reigns just came back from cancer it is the truth if he did not have cancer he would have been in the main event for a title it is what it is but it's just people don't you've seen what's happened since that wrestlemania you've seen who's main evented since then so and who was main eventing before he got cancer. So, yeah. Thoughts on Ronda Rousey legacy, just real quick, uh, Justin. Because she's done. She ain't coming back. No, she is not coming back, and I hope she doesn't get in the MMA ring. But, you know, her run wasn't too bad. I guess my favorite match of Ronda's would have been that um, one at Survivor Series with Charlotte. Yes. That match was actually that was her absolute peak as a single competitor. Yeah, it's it seems like everything after that went to shit. So everything before that was pretty good, honestly. Yep. I think she um picked up pro wrestling very quickly, and mm-hmm. yeah, I really don't got too many bad things about to say about her. No, I, that's a very fair assessment, Jacob. 
Yeah, uh, I'm I'm glad to see her go. But just straight up, I I I do not care for Ronda Rousey. I didn't care for her in MMA. I don't care for her in wrestling. Uh, who does it matter? She'll still be a Hall of Famer at the end of the day. She'll still be in the Hall of Fame. It is what it is, and that's that. But uh, Ronda Rousey's legacy. Her best matches were against Becky on Twitter. <laughs> wow. And also, also, side note, her leaving now, we do not get that payoff of Becky and um, Ronda 101, which is actually a travesty. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Um, her first, Ronda's first run was good. When she came back, her second run was meh. I feel like she could have done more, but she... Like Bailey said, she could have done more, but she didn't. It is what it is. Um, um, it is what it is, but I will be sad that we never got that Rhonda-Becky payoff that we all desperately wanted. I will say with the, all more eyes on it, ESPN ate that shit up when she came into WWE. I mean, mm-hmm. like they, I mean, it's just the truth. She did bring more eyes for the people who are fans of her. The WWE's biggest mistake is they never gave her a, ta- a mouthpiece. That's mm-hmm. their biggest mistake. They they should have gave her a mouthpiece so she just beat someone's ass and went home. That's it. Should have been Paul Heyman. Should that's what happened. But it is one of those. Um, next match: um, Oscar, Charlotte, and Bianca for the WWE Women's Championship. The reason the Ronda Shayna thing gets a lot more hate from the fans too is because only five women got to wrestle on this card where there's where there's a whole other title like Rhea didn't wrestle uh Becky and Trish Stratus got cut they didn't wrestle so you only had these two matches this triple threat was the longest women's match in SummerSlam history um on the preview I mean we were pretty yeah I know it's 20 minutes we were pretty clear we were like is this our question was is this number 15 and to all of our surprises Bianca Belair came out last and when I saw her come out last, I'm like, oh, shit. Is she, she came out last before after the champ in Charlotte. And that, that surprised me, Byron. What do you think of that? Uh, I definitely was shocked. And then I didn't know it was a C4 sponsored match. So she came out drinking C4. So I was like, oh, she's probably in that W. But she came out last and she's drinking a sponsor. Because none of us on the pod picked Bianca. No one on our pick'em sheet picked Bianca, so that only means one thing. Bianca Beller actually wins wins the match in some very dramatic fashion. Like we we talked about it, man. Like Charlotte, I, Jacob, I, we talked about this on Monday when we were when I was talking with Byron. I want to get your opinion on this. Like Bianca's the leader of this new generation of like the women wrestling. Like she's at the top. Like you got the like the Biancas and like um Rias and then like like and then some people from like AEW, like J like all that, like Charlotte, Asuka, the four horsewomen, they represent like their generation and they're some of the best of all time. Obviously, we're not saying anything dumb because you know the four horsewomen women is over <laughs> is over, but Bianca is the one who's going to be carrying this shit when they all leave. Yeah, well, yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, you beat me to the uh, 
the four horsemen are Justin, what, what did you think about when you edited that, that someone really had the nerve to say that the four horsewoman era is over? <laughs> he obviously doesn't watch this shit every week. <laughs> and they that said that with confidence. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> but Justin, we were just talking about how Bianca is like the face of the new, like this generation of the women's wrestlers, like a her, like a Jade Cargill, Rhea Ripley, like those, I mean, I guess you could throw a live and they're like those that group, like she's the face of that group. Do you agree? I agree with that, but it's de- I mean, they, they've won some titles here and there, but it's definitely not their fucking era. Yes. No. Like no. we are still s- firmly cemented in the four horsemen era. So with Bianca winning, because we, we, we all know, we've been talking about this for a year. WrestleMania's night one main event is going to be Charlotte versus Bianca Belair. They are getting to that match one way or another. And the way that they did it, different than what we thought was going to happen they protected that match mm-hmm. we we all knew oscar was oscar does business i mean she was going to take the pin but bianca wins sells the hell out of we, we i when y'all i thought she really was hurt same and then you do a 450 flock splash <laughs> this is the, like so athletic i mean bianca wins and then Charlotte and Oscar go their merry way out. EO comes in, cashes in, wins. EO's champ and Justin Byron, I know big anime fans, you know how Japan takes so shit. They did with so much better in some situations. EO was on the front cover of their newspaper with the oh, title. That's amazing. That's another one you have been down with in her main NXT days. Like, how did you feel seeing EO Sky win the big one? Okay, so. Back to my back to my thoughts of the match. Mm-hmm. Y'all y'all were saying last y'all were saying the last podcast. Oh, this is definitely Charlotte's time to win right now. Oh, yeah, I picked her on my pick em sheet, but I was just deep down inside. I was like, it, it ain't time for fifteen. It, it's not going to happen now. I was so close to picking Bianca, but then here's why I didn't pick Bianca because I thought that she got screwed um, last year when it was really two years ago. So I thought mm-hmm. mm, you know maybe they might maybe they might fuck with her. But then after that cash, and I'm like oh. SummerSlam ain't her show. You know, yeah. Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar show was SummerSlam. Undertaker is WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels is on WrestleMania. I guess WrestleMania is Bianca because it sure as fuck ain't SummerSlam. Yeah, because she's still she's still undefeated at WrestleMania. Correct. Mm-hmm. But yeah, back to EO Sky. That uh, I felt that one. I was like, finally, her time has come. That's always been one of my favorite women to come out of NXT. We'll see what they do with her. I, that ba- that EO Bailey match is down the road somewhere. I don't know when, but I know it's coming. But yeah, Rhea and EO as champ right now. I I cannot be mad at that. Hopefully, we have some better opponents lined up for her than um, we have Rhea right now. But I think that Bailey match is right around the corner. The problem is because they took all they sent all the good women to SmackDown, yes. and then all the decent women they had on Raw got pregnant. Who's currently pregnant? Alexa Carmella. Bliss, Carmella. Alexa Bliss. Ah, okay. Well, Alexa Bliss don't. I mean, Carmella's won the title twice, man. Yeah. <laughs> man. She got more title wins than Natalia. So? That means she's good? <laughs> <laughs> that means the company at least likes her. That's true. Yeah. But, I mean, Natalia's a way better worker than Carmella. But- 100% true, but they something don't click, dude. How you been in the league 20-some years? You have one title. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's wild. It it does not yeah. make any sense. No, they just don't fuck with the hearts. That, that's, that's, down to. that's the thing. Well, 
It's nine eight ninety four no more. <laughs> Jacob, man, what do, I mean? What do you think of EO cashing in? These three women going at it. These are three of the best in the game right now, and they they did everything we thought. They protected Charlotte and Bianca for that match down the road. Oscar can they can all do what they want, but what do you think, man? All right, so I was very happy to see EO Sky come in and cash in because, in my opinion, I think that saved the whole match. Really. I did not care for this women's match. I got bored as hell through this woman. I know a lot of people like the match. I, for one, I didn't care for it. But saying, hearing EO's music, which is so fucking good. Shout out Chef's Kiss. That was just well, good one of the best themes in WWE. It's yes, so good. It I, I hate that. So I hate when she uses that damage control theme. Damage control should just use her theme. But keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 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 theme that ominous sound right in the beginning. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, love it. Um, so yeah, EO EO coming out, cashing in. I liked it. I liked the fact that, yeah, I didn't care for the match, but I was happy that they actually did protect the Charlotte Bianca match. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be happening at Mania. So I didn't care for the match, but I'm good with the very end result. Iron. I I like the match. Um, good 20 minute slugfest between three of the best in WWE. Um, just at 450 splash by Bianca was amazing after selling that injury. I literally thought she was out the match, and that we're just gonna have Charlotte and Oscar for the rest until Charlotte won. Um, I actually picked Oscar. I actually originally picked Charlotte, but then I picked Asuka because the news broke that Kyrie Sane was uh, re-signing with WWE. So I thought she was going to show up and call some interference, which she didn't. Um, but I'm happy that EO won. I was happy when she won Money in the Bank briefcase. I'm happy that she is now um, the women's champ on SmackDown. I just need her versus Asuka as soon as humanly possible. That match is going to be that match is going to be real good. You want to talk about like PLE, um, like these premier live events. Could you imagine if you would have had a premier live event playing for Japan this year? Oh, that would have been. Could you imagine EO versus Asuka for that title in Japan? Man, I don't think WWE has ever went to Japan and watching that shit will be such a fucking pain in the ass. Oh my God. <laughs> they did. They did. Um, they did Beast, that, Beast, yeah, that one with Beast, um, Beast, Beast, yeah. Beast in the East. They make it work, man. They're making it work with these events. Like the yeah. time-wise and all of that. I just feel like, like you said, EO has a whole bunch of challenges. Like, obviously, Oscar could get a rematch. Like Justin said, the Bailey thing's down the road. Like, Bianca and Charlotte can get thrown in there, too. Like, they, they have a lot that they can do. Mm-hmm. So, we'll wait yeah, and see. Time-wise, if they did do a Japan show, mm-hmm. I if they did it like one FC, one fighting championship, they do all their pay-per-views at like 10 in the morning in like Singapore. So like we're getting it like 8 o'clock at night our time. Mm-hmm. Awesome way they do that. I hope they do the same thing. They, they figured it out in every time zone that they've done it this year. So mm-hmm. we'll see. All right. Last match. Roman J. I mean, we all knew who was going to win, but I will say Jay Uso had that crowd freaking rocking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he yo Jay, yeah, he had that crowd going. I, let's just get 
what the hell is Jimmy Uso doing? And that's just an open question. That shit don't make sense. <laughs> no, oh. it do make sense. Oh, because if you remember on the promo, um, right before Jay sided, I mean Jimmy, yeah, fucking mix them up. Holy shit, Jay sided with um Jimmy. Mm-hmm. He was saying that shit before. Oh, he was captain of the football team. All mm-hmm. about this, blah 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 that. I think they're going. I think they're going to put that. That's going to be like the main fuel of their storyline. Why are you talking shit about me before you come back with me? You ain't solid. Blah 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 blah. So that part of it makes sense. But other than that, it's like, Jimmy, why are you back with Roman Reigns? Like, fuck this nigga at this point. Is he really back with him though, Justin? Or is he doing that because I want him back with Roman? I have an issue with you now. I feel. I feel like it's probably that. Okay. Yeah, it's probably I have an issue with you. It's just I don't know. Like after all the twists and turns in the Bloodline story, this one fell flat for me. Like because the Saudi Arabia Arabia pay per view, we had you know Jimmy and Jay kick. Well, Jimmy kick Roman, so he started it, and then after all these months, he kicks Jay. I don't know. It's just it was shocking. I will say that, but I don't know. Just. Didn't feel like it was the right time for them to pull the plug on that view. Jacob? Yeah. uh, It didn't make any sense for me. I feel like this was done just for the sake of shock factor. And Mm -hmm. that was because I I think you should have, like Byron said, they should have waited. And I agree they should have waited. And then this would have been a great WrestleMania match. But now we have 35 weeks till WrestleMania. Oh, there's no way they can carry this all the way. Oh, hell no. It, 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 it ain't happening. A um, couple months, three months, sure. But like 35 weeks? Nah, that ain't happening. That's so, everything has to happen at WrestleMania. Uh, we're going to see. They should have waited. <laughs> I feel like that match is a WrestleMania caliber match. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Usos who have been, you know, that's wearing the the goofy face paint and coming out with uh uh Tamina my dad didn't kill nobody snuck up <laughs> uh, and all that like i mean I I, I I don't know i just feel like that's a wrestlemania caliber match so but the match itself the roman j match dude that had a big fight feel that had a real big fight feel. Like I would, I, I was digging that match. Yeah, Jay is—he's truly ascended to like that main event scene. He really has, and maybe one day he can win a big, big title. But we all knew it wasn't today. And I mean, they should, they should start calling him main event Jay. <laughs> we knew it wasn't today. But here's another one again. God, now I feel like this is like NBA sports talk like if you're not going to go do you shut Roman down for the rest of 2023 <laughs> I think he's hurt to begin with yeah. so he's, Someone we're probably he, not going to see him for the next few months which is probably why they're pulling the trigger on Jay and Jimmy right now yeah they said he got hurt early in that match and then I also saw like his injury will have no effect on their current story plan so he is obviously not dropping that title due to injury but yeah I I think so, Justin. I think it's. I think you pull the pl- I think they're going to pull the plug on him, and you don't see him almost for the rest. Like you know, he ain't wrestling in any of these pay per views unless it's. 
I we might see him at Survivor Series, but other than that, yeah, I don't think he wrestles again for rest. Not on SmackDown. Oh hell, hell. Maybe maybe the SmackDown New Year's Day or that last week of December, but Mm -hmm. not not August, not September, not October, not November, unless he's working on Survivor Series. I agree. Agree. Byron Jacob, you guys think Roman is getting basically shut down for the rest of the year? Yeah, especially if he does have a legit injury, I think they'll protect him, um, which is going to be sucks because now we won't have a title on SmackDown besides the U.S. title. I mean, it's been like that for almost three years, so it wouldn't be any different. Yeah, but at least he showed up with the title, even if he didn't defend it. Well, he didn't start showing up until the blood, like till this bloodline storyline. Like until every, until Sammy turned on him, like he was not showing up like that. Brock Lesnar still wrestled more PLEs than him right now this year. That's true. Which is wild to say in 2023. Jacob, last word on the pay per view. Do you like overall? Would you give the pay per view? Oh, uh, I would give the pay per view a seven out of ten. Okay, uh, Justin Byron. I'm gonna go. Eight and a half. Justin? I'll go eight. It was definitely a good show. Okay. All right. SummerSlam's done. Payback's coming up. Judgment Day's on the official poster for that. Don't know why. Uh, also, the official thing for WrestleMania has come out. They got Roman Reigns. Don't Re- know why, because Roman Reigns ain't going to be there. These niggas are hot, bro. You don't got to slip You don't got to shit them like that, bro. Come on now. That okay, was hold on. Totally it's- unnecessary. The only nigga who don't got a belt in that group is fucking Finn Balor. They can be on some posters now. Wait, so why are they on the post? Hold on, if we're doing the belt thing, why is not Seth Rollins on the poster? Does he have to be on every goddamn poster? Can we, like, give some other niggas some no, shot? Let's not act, no. Let's, what, no, no, no. Let's not act like judging they haven't been no MVPs of 2023 now. MVP. Let's not do that. MVPs. They have, I think they have been Zane's doing good MVP, shit all me. year. That's me. All I year. I Sami Zayn, but that's okay. I think it's Sami. Yeah, done. Yeah. He might be injured too. Shit. We have a debate about that, but they have been they have been staples on WWE programming all year. They can be on the poster. A payback. They should a be on payback? the payback. <laughs> it's a P-show. It's like it's fucking. It's not like it's the Royal Rumble or SummerSlam. What are we doing? They should be on the poster of Survivor Series. It's going to be them for somebody. And then they can get that poster too. It might as well. I mean, like if Roman ain't working Survivor Series, they're really they're really in some shit. Yeah, but they got Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got star power. They're good. They're fine. But we all know what the main story of the whole wrestling world is. Oh, yeah, we already know. So switching gears, Jacob. For yeah. I had to look up the date. Finally. They announced a match for All In and Wembley. They've announced now a couple, but the first one was MJF versus Adam Cole. Um, MJF said it's the main event. Don't again. We'll actually see. <laughs> I don't know about that. We'll actually see. I had to look it up. MJF's last time being the main event was March fifth, two thousand twenty-three. <laughs> Damn. Was it just on like a dynamite? Uh, no, it was the one where he won the sudden death thing against uh, Danielson 4-3. Oh, yep. Okay. That, was, right. the last, that right. was the last time he was the main event. 
and this is the champ. Yeah, we have three matches confirmed. Mm-hmm. We're all in. We have FTR versus the Young Bucks. You were right about that. That's who challenged them on mute. Mm-hmm. We have Tony Storm versus three to be determined fail four way match. And then we have MGF and Adam Cole. That's what we have confirmed. My problem is Sir Tony oh. Storm's matches for the AEW World Women's title. Don't we already have a champ? Karashita. So why the hell is she? So hold on, hold on, hold on. This, so, this, this is Wikipedia. No, you're no, you're right. I'm looking at the same thing. But yeah, like Karashita versus three to be determined. Yeah. So okay. Yep. 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 So Tony Storm's gonna probably enter that. And no offense, Justin. I don't know if you're a Tony Storm fan, but I, I, I don't I'm, I'm think not she's for real. I okay. Don't really fuck with them. She she ain't in his champ. No disrespect. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I was glad she lost. But why, why would it not be on Wikipedia her car? Carl Sheeta versus Tony Storm and two to be determined. Oh, they just updated. They just updated it. Oh, they did. Okay, <laughs> because they're doing like a tournament thing these next couple weeks to get like mm. their other three contenders. But to go back to MJF, Jacob, he's finally going to get a main event. We'll see. Last match of the show. Is he actually going to be the last match? <laughs> How fucked up is it that we have to even ask that question and legitimately be like, eh, they say it's main event, but WWE just had four main events in one show, so you know how that works. I <laughs> uh, God, I would hope so. I mean, everyone wants to see it, you know? This bromance between Adam Cole and MJF has been just fucking amazing. Best so, thing going on that get- goddamn show right now. Yeah, yeah, it certainly isn't the women's title, Peta. But uh, yeah, oh no, I'm I'm good with that. I hope that's the case. He should go on last. He deserves it. Fired. He should be the main event after five months of not being it. So that four pillars match should have been the main event of that one pay per view. And it should have. Hey, so he I deserves gu- it. I guarantee he's the main event of their pay-per-view in Chicago because this is 2011 all over again. This is like Cena versus Punk with the both WWE titles. Bet it's oh, MJF yeah. versus... Oh, yeah, we all know. We know mm-hmm. it's coming. We, we know it's coming. CM Punk saying, I got the real championship, and then he put the X over the E to block out the elite because they still all hate each other. So, <laughs> so sooner or later, they're going to have to combine Eddie. those belts. <laughs> So we, yeah, we know, it's coming, and we know CM Punk's gonna have a big match at Wembley, and we know we know Bullet Combat Club is gonna have a big match at Wembley. So I also know how many matches you do with this. We either know they do like six. Their shows be fucking long, man. <laughs> they might have ten matches. They gotta deliver because they've already. This is another reason why these out of country clubs are wild, like. AEW all in sells more tickets. It's already broken the ticket record than Hogan and Andre at WrestleMania three. And they only at that point only had MJF and Adam Cole announced. Most yeah, tickets sold legitimately, not the bullshit WWE does when they're like, <laughs> we had 110,000 people in Cowboy Stadium. They only had like 81. But this is legit biggest record ever. This is going to be the biggest record crowd ever. 81,000 people still <laughs> 
passed on the people. Yeah, but that's after we know what the matches are for like almost three months. These people are buying tickets that didn't know what a damn match was. That's absurd. Can you imagine buying a ticket, spending a hundred bucks, and you don't even know what the main event is? Well, UK fans are different, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think they all different. WWE, bro, that they <laughs> they ain't gonna take that shit line. A couple of years they're gonna have to do a WrestleMania outside of the states, or just or just take SummerSlam over there. Ooh. They've done it before. I don't Ooh. know why they. I, I don't know why they haven't been back to Wembley since '92. That is crazy. That's a good point. That is wild. And like these crowds that we're seeing at these places, like, I mean, even Saudi Arabia. I mean, Saudi Arabia down in Puerto Rico, uh, where they did. Uh, at Drew's place in England, like all these ones, they've been wild, man. But Justin, that's a very good point. They, they gotta take some. I mean, they gotta do something. I don't think they're going to get a WrestleMania. Like they were just talk. Like that was just John Cena talking shit. Parliament's some- Parliament's trying now. <laughs> they can get a SummerSlam though. They could definitely yeah. get a damn SummerSlam. Can they get a Rumble? I think they can get a Rumble too. Absolutely. Give, yeah, give them a rumble. I think giving them a, I think you give them a rumble and you give them some surprise entrances. Well, well, I actually, I, I don't know about the rumble. It'll be cold. <laughs> it'll, it'll be cold in London. You can't do it out. Maybe at the O2, but yeah, it can't be out. It can't be outside. Actually, it would be freezing. Jacob, it'd probably what, raining. That weather is shitty over there. Jacob, what do you think, man? Of like the three matches we got right now and WWE, like maybe getting a SummerSlam like over there in Wembley because. They're gonna try and break that record too. They ain't gonna let that sit lying down. Yeah, exactly. They'll 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 do a SummerSlam. I get it one hundred percent that'll happen. And it'll be a banger. Yeah. Um plus I mean, let's be real, fucking WWE has so many UK stars now too. Mm-hmm. Quarter of the roster, it seems like. So uh yeah, I mean it's it's amazing because there's less than ten thousand tickets left. Yep, from what is the last thing I seen, which is just incredible, considering three quarters of that was sold before a single match was announced. Mm-hmm. And you have one match, two matches. The second match just got announced, and then you got the women's hot potato championship belt up for grabs again. So it's going. Be, I, I mean. I think they'll have a bunch of matches on there. I mean, that's AEW. They put on long pay-per-views, but they don't put on as many pay-per-views as WWE. So, and considering they've sold so many tickets, they have to do a good job. Like, they have to. Just to know. Oh, go ahead, Jacob. I'm sorry. I mean, you got to think, if they put on, like, a shitty show, Mm -hmm. like, they'll never get another opportunity, like, ever again. And speaking of show, Justin, I know when we were editing, we brought this up. If you're an AEW and you're not on this card, you're you're pretty much done. Hell yeah, because um, with the pre-show for, for Forbidden Door, mm-hmm. there was fourteen total matches. Wow, and nine on the um main broadcast. Wow, so it's going to be a long one. Like this is there. This is WrestleMania. Like this is WrestleMania. Like if you are not on this show. Unless you're hurt, because there was people who really thought Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm was going to be the main event of this pay-per-view. Because they're both English. That was no offense. That was not happening. And Double or Nothing had 10 matches. That's their WrestleMania. And their shit doesn't end until, like, plus midnight, too. 
Mm-hmm. But oh, well, we'll see, man. I'm excited. I mean, I'm, I'll be excited for it. It's in a couple weeks, so we'll see. But you know, it's not AEW without any drama, and this will be the last <laughs> thing we talk about. Oh, let's get to it. Uh, Lufisto, um came out the woodworks because AEW's locker room is just a piece of shit. Who? <laughs> Lufisto. Lufisto. Who the fuck is Lufisto? Independent veteran. Ex- voicing yeah. her concerns about she did an interview about the women's division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, long story short, said it's ass. They don't get enough time. You know, usual, usual, usual stuff. And then you're sitting there actually watching it. And we've known there's been drama in that women. Brit, Brit Baker runs that division, title or not. Last time where there was smoke, people saying she hated Thunder Rosa. It was confirmed. She hates Thunder Rosa with a passion. So now people are saying women's locker room is bad because it's like politics all like to the umpteenth degree, like worse than usual. So, of course, everyone from AEW, Justin, Byron, and uh, Jacob came out and said, uh, Britt Baker said, oh, these are false. Ruby Soho said the locker room just it supports women's wrestling. It shows it. Yada, yada. MJF said stuff, you know, protecting their thing. So as the L7C, it's our job to be like, all right, who's lying? Someone's lying. <laughs> Who do we think it is? I think it's Britt Baker. I, I, I think that bitch is lying. <laughs> I, what what is your what, what's your deal with Thunder Rosa? Like I do not understand. Like why why is she so hated amongst you and your little clique? It seems like all your goddamn friends are the one who gets all gets all the shine. I mean, fucking Tony Storm, Jamie Ayer, mm-hmm. goddamn Soraya. They seem to all be in the clique of Britt Baker. So yeah, something add up. Why ain't Jay Cargill getting any shine? Where I mean, she? Why shit, she not on she TV? Bigger star than all you hoes. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what the fuck going on. But if I had to s- decide who the fuck is lying, I think it's Britt Baker. You brought up Jay Cargill. She hasn't even been on TV. Hasn't been on TV since she lost the TBS strap. I don't even think she's been mentioned on TV. I don't think she has either. I watched that shit. All right. Byron, Jacob, you guys are veterans for this. I, I know Jacob because me and you have been on this shit since the punk thing when we were like, all right, someone's really lying. <laughs> and we were on the Rosa thing when we first started talking about AEW. So, Byron, I'm going to go to you before I go to the man, Jacob. Who do you think's lying? Because someone's lying. You just don't make this shit up. The leg is pretty It's real weird that everyone in AEW came out and said, hey, Lufisto's lying. But, like, why would she have a reason to lie? Like, she was only on one AEW show. And that was, like, on that YouTube AEW Dark. Or Elevation, whatever they call it. Months ago. So, I don't know. I think it's Britt Baker and her cronies, like Justin said. Jacob? I'm going to be the odd man out here. I think this Lufisto uh, I'm calling her out on her bullshit. And for one reason and one person only. So no one else has brought up here so far. And that is Dustin Rhodes. Okay. Dustin Rhodes, formerly known as Gold Dust, for those who do not know. Um, he called her out on Twitter after all her bullshit. He goes, uh, I, I believe the tweet was, uh, 
like you just can't handle tough love or criticism or something along those lines. So she was only in there for what one match you guys said. So I think so. Uh, listen, I, I'll be real. I've never heard of this girl before in my life. Uh, up until I this came out and they're like, oh my God, the AEW locker room, the women's locker room. It's terrible. It's like, uh, okay, but who are you? What's your credentials? Like, who are you again? But all right, whatever. So I, I think I think it was someone who probably got some criticism who didn't like it and threw a fit and knew, hey, if I blow some smoke here, I can get some more recognition. And if I get more recognition, that puts more eyes on me, and that means more people want to book. So I think it's one of those deals where, hey, screw it, everyone pile on this. So that's that's what I I I I don't think I think Britt Baker, you know, yeah, obviously she's got, she holds down that women's division for both good and bad. So, but. I think she genuinely cares about that women's division. I don't think she's. I mean, she's a Charlotte of AEW. I mean, it is what it is. She's kind of the gatekeeper. She's the she's the bar. So I, I the Dustin thing—that's a good thing. But to go off what Justin said, which is true, since you've been in AEW, if you if Britt Baker does not like you, you are screwed. Mm-hmm. Period, and I think with the Charlotte thing, as much as we, I mean, from like her winning every damn title thing, and Britt Baker wants to be like different. She doesn't want to win any title, but she just basically still wants to run everything now. Like Charlotte, Charlotte's never like done a real shoot on your current champion on social media ever. Britt Baker was killing Thunder Rosa, killing her. Like real now, I don't even know what Thunder Rosa's real fucking name is. Like, like he, she, she was eviscerating that woman. Like it was a real divide, and I, this is tough, man. Because anytime they're smoking AEW, it actually turns out to be a fire. It's always something with those motherfuckers, man. Always. Like when they're like, "Oh, CM Punk and them got in a fight." We're like, "Did they really?" Then it comes out, "Oh, they really got in a fight." Oh, Andrade really punched dude in the face. Oh, Britt Baker <laughs> really doesn't like Thunder Rosa. Like it's like it's it's always something. It's always fire. It's never just smoke. And I feel like Adam Cole is like, you know, adjacent to the elite too. Like the elite fuck with him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's his and, and that's his wife. And mm-hmm. she got us locked down on the locked down on that division. So that's why you know the MJF of the world's come out and defend that shit. You what the Young Bucks defend the locker room too? Because if they if they defend that shit, then I really think something fishy. And I fuck with all these people, like in the ring wise, but like we shouldn't have wrestlers running the goddamn company. That is the one thing in WWE that you do not have to worry about. Mm-hmm. One man is making those decisions, and that is Triple H right now. And before it was Vince McMahon. You know that that shit is ran tightly. It ain't wrestlers like who could be looking out for the company, but most likely looking out for themselves. We're also talking about the same company where two groups of people hated each other so much. Tony Khan had to go to TNT and beg them to make a separate show. That's confirmed, right? Yeah, like, that's why we have collision, that's, right? Yeah, because Punk, the Elite was not working with Punk. Okay, that, that's, that's I mean, why we have two that, shows. 
the elite did talk about was it last week, I believe they talked about them going to collision too. They did. Cause they, they signed they on did. shiny new deals. Well, they're the EVPs. Like, what the fuck are they not supposed to do? Like, they're supposed to be in the back <laughs> running shit. Right. I mean, hey. Punk talked about that locker room, man, working with fucking children. And he he, ain't, he wasn't lying either. But <laughs> I just feel like it goes to shit when John Moxley ain't like the star of the show. Because that motherfucker actually cares. Which is Yeah, crazy. we need to give him a... Another Captain America type speech from him. I just don't know why Britt Baker doesn't fuck with Thunder Rosa. Maybe if I knew the reasons why, I wouldn't be so fired up about this. But I, I'll, I'll understand. And wasn't one of her beefs uh, that Rosa was injured and she wouldn't let go of the title? It was it was Tony's decision. Like, and then she was mad, like adjacent. No, you're right. She was mad adjacent to like Thunder, but Thunder's like, I'm. I mean, I'm sure because Tony won the interim title. She's like, mm-hmm. Rick Baker's like, no, it shouldn't be an interim title because Tony's, you know, here competing. I was like, would you have said that shit if it was any other person, or is it because it's your crew? Probably because it was her crew. <laughs> and it's the fact too that ever since Thunder Rosa's come back, she has not done a goddamn thing. I think she's still rehabbing. I think I've seen a couple tweets of hers, uh, like the doctor's office rehabbing and get back in the ring. Like, I don't know, man. It's we talk about the eight other women's roster. Like, it's just, it's really the same people here. Like, it's the same. There's not been one star elevated besides, like Justin said, Ch- uh, Cargill, but now she's gone. God knows where she's doing right now. And it's like, I mean, if, I feel like I feel like she, AEW has gotten two women stars like out of all this: Jay Cargill and Jamie Hader. And Jamie yes. Hader hurt, and Jay Cargill is nowhere to be found. And Jamie Hader mm-hmm. potentially out for nine months. Yeah, she's probably not coming back to home early next year. And I mean, honestly, is Jade Cargill just taking time off? I mean, she wrestled every single week. But you yeah. would think Tony would want her for the for the biggest pay per view, wouldn't you, Jacob? I mean, you would think. I mean, is she going to be a surprise entrant in this That's a good tournament? That's a good I mean, point. I mean, like I said, she defended that TNT Women's Championship or TBS Women's Championship, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it was. Uh, she defended that every, like, all the time. That's so true. That's true. I, she could be like, listen, I had a freaking 120 some odd win record and nothing. So, like, hey, uh, I'm going to take like a month off. Like, yeah, you deserve oh, it's been months. <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever it's been, you know. Uh, it's been a minute. Yeah. I kind of forgot about it. But at the same time, probably letting her cool down because when she comes back, it's gonna be to a massive pump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's her right, time, it's she... her time to go up. Like, cause like Justin said, homegrown AEW. I mean, besides, I guess but she's like you said, the Charlotte, but like Jade and Jade, Jade and Jamie are the only two who've risen up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Which that yeah. I think that's a whole because I'm looking at this picture right now and like Ruby Soho's on it. No disrespect, you you have you left WW like you got released on, but you haven't done shit really in AEW besides be partnered up with Paige. I mean Sarah and all that. Yeah, yeah. I heard moments when she challenged for the belt, but yeah. that was like what two weeks in mm-hmm. and lost. <laughs> and that was it. That, that was it. I, I mean. Know. Red Velvet's another one that comes to my mind 
mm-hmm. who's not a made star, but like certainly the right. She hasn't wrestled in a minute, though. Like I haven't heard her name in AEW. I haven't heard her name since Jake Virgo because she was running yeah. with that. Unfortunately, for maybe not even her ring performance reasons, I mean, let's get ready be- to say this. Yeah, the person, <laughs> the person now who's who's gotten more attention now in mainstream, it's Sky Blue is going to be the next one up. <laughs> yeah. It's just the truth. I mean, she has gotten so much mainstream, not even for her wrestling. <laughs> her assets are next level. I, hey, I mean. Her work in the ring is getting better. It is. I, it I, is. I'll just leave it at that. But we know why she's getting over. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, it's just the truth. Like, that's what it is. I mean, sometimes I felt like that was the same reason Jamie got over. To an extent, a little bit, yeah. No, but she's a better worker. I mean, it's just, they got to make some more homegrown shit. And like these other women, they, I, yeah. I, I, I'm getting Tony Storm should not be a two time champ. No disrespect. Like, and she might win that shit again. In um Wembley. But here's the problem. If she doesn't win, then we're back to the same problem we've had with the AEW's women division since day one. We're playing fucking hot potato mm-hmm. with this fucking title. It's terrible. Oh, as I'm watching someone right now. Anna J, she doesn't do shit anymore. Like she's not on a main event scene. No. That was another person for her assets, too. Anna J's not good. Well, Justin. She's a good-looking person. They can push that. I know, but come on. She's not good. <laughs> hey, I mean... We've... And, and, hey, she's pregnant, so we ain't doing shit with her. Yeah, Shay Mello's yeah. out. Like, I'm just looking at the... I'm like, who the hell left is on this roster? Again, we say the same shit. Man, Tony's gonna bite the bullet one day. He's gonna be the one who offers Tessa a contract. Oh, yeah. yeah. Scott! still. Still don't know why he hasn't driven the Briggs truck to Phil Brooks's house and asked his wife to come back. She actually, her um, women of wrestling contract is actually about to be up soon, so maybe. Who knows? It's hard for AEW to get talent when WWE is not releasing women. Well, I'm just keeping it buck. <laughs> they messed up. They. They could have got Sasha and, Tiff, uh, and Trinity, but they both went on to go become champs in whole different promotions. Uh, yeah, then Sasha got injured. Yeah, shout out to, to Trinity, but Impact is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it is, but they they proved they were right. And that's all that matters to me. When they left, they proved yeah. they were right. And they cursed the belts on the way out. Hey, that's how yes, you do they it, did. Right? Ain't that how you do it? Yeah, those titles are 100% cursed. Like, you cannot argue that. Everyone who has them gets hurt. Unless you're Charlotte. She didn't get hurt when she had it. But that was before Sasha and before Sasha and Trini had the title. Oh, what are we doing? So choose? after that, everyone who has the title is injured. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All I mean, Wembley's coming up. But let's go to uh, some last comments. So we'll go around, go Justin first, Byron, then Jacob. So go ahead, Justin. Um, yeah, SummerSlam was SummerSlam was good. I definitely enjoyed myself. Um, fuck you, Byron, for winning again. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with um AEW, but yeah, this was fun. Byron, oh, yeah, I enjoyed SummerSlam. Um, it was good. Did we? Never mind. Um, enjoyed it. Can't wait till we review all in together. 
I'm going to look forward to watching that show. Hopefully MJF and Adam Cole are the main event. Um, if not, I don't know who it's going to be. Maybe Phil Brooks, CM Punk. We'll see. We'll see if we can bring Will Ospreay out. Give me another oh, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega, please. Whoa, 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 not now, not now. We don't need that now, but <laughs> we need Will Ospreay on the damn card. That's for damn. Jacob. I thought Will Ospreay was facing Jericho. That was the last rumor I heard about that. Well, nothing's been confirmed that, yet. Yeah, that works for me, confirmed. but not not Omega. We have to save that. I we gotta save it. That should just happen. That's just true. happen now. That's probably uh, let's see. Kingdom or something. Here, I have a wonderful question for you guys, and you guys might be able to answer this. What is WWE's obsession with telling people that they have titanium replacements in their body? Because when, during the Logan Paul match, I heard, oh, he's got a titanium right hand in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh my God, Cody Rhodes has a titanium left arm. And here we are, Captain America Winter Soldier fucking 3.0 over here. What is their obsession with this shit? Anyone got an answer? I, I, I don't. <laughs> Can we put the uh, periodic table of elements up there for the payback? <laughs> have titanium up on that thing. Uh, uh, SummerSlam, it was fine. You know, no massive complaints on my end. You know, we got AEW coming up here. Big Wembley show. That's going to be exciting. Uh, I, have to, I have to do this. Shout out to my boys on the Bright and Neils, the BAs, Robbie and Finning. For listening to the L7C podcast and listening to me talk about being two margaritas deep. I appreciate that voice. Keep listening. That's all I got. Uh, yeah. I what everyone else said. SummerSlam was it was entertaining. All in. This is going to be it. I mean, it's legitimately ticket sale wise. This is going to be the biggest wrestling show in history. So even if you're a WWE stan or whatever, you, you got to at least tune into this if you're a wrestling fan of any kind because if other if everyone is eating in wrestling, wrestling's in a boom right now. WWE's breaking records almost every boy. Tell me again, this shit booming, boy. It, it, it is booming, legitimately booming. Ticket sales, like everything is booming in all wrestling. Like AEW, like they're doing this shit. Like as a pure wrestling fan, this is this is a great time, a fantastic time. So this feels like nineteen ninety nine again, and we're here for it, and we are here for it, and. Mm-hmm. We cover it, and we cover it for y'all, so we appreciate that. And we'll see if the next time we're on here, some more drama happens in the AEW locker room, because eventually things go really well for them, and then and then something just breaks it all to shit. So, we'll see. And um, with that being said, thank you, everyone, for listening to the L7C podcast. All in at the end of the month, then payback, and then Chicago week for AEW. So those first last week of August, first week of September. It'll be a great time. L7C, signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.